Alright, okay, okay, what's up everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here. Gonna spit some facts like always. I'm sorry I haven't done an episode in a while. Actually was in the hospital recently for a viral infection. But everything's all good now. That was actually for like last Wednesday to Saturday. It's been recovering the last couple of days, just relaxing, you know. Not doing that much, you know. I know a lot of you guys are expecting me to do an episode about you know, my thoughts on the coronavirus, you know, affecting the sports world, but that's not what this episode's about. It's actually uh, positive news, you know, that I haven't been able to talk about. I'm going to talk some baseball contract extensions. I'm going to talk about Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers and Jan Makata of the Chicago White Sox. get into it. I will start with Christian Yelich, former MVP. Okay, let's get to his contract extension. And, and I want to say, first of all, I, I want to say both these guys deserve the contracts that they got. So you know like Christian Yelich signed I believe it was a nine year deal. Nine year two hundred fifteen million dollars. But the funny thing is he's gonna get paid until twenty forty two. So that's when he'll be 50, he'll be fifty years old. So the Brewers are going to defer $4 million each year from his $26 million annual salary from 2022 to 28. This deal also includes a $20 million mutual option for 2029 with a $6.5 million buyout and a $2 million buyout would be deferred. If the buyout is owed, $30 million deferred money would be paid in 12 installments of a $2.5 million each July 1st from... 2031 to 2042. If the buyout is not owed, Yelich would receive the $28 million and 11 installments of $2.3 million each July 1st from 2031 to 2041 and a final payment of $2.3 million on July 1st, 2042. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get into it right now. Because this is like, this is a lot hearing this like last week. Well, it wasn't all like last week. You know, this is actually recent hearing that he's going to get paid until he's 50. And this is just insane. Okay. So Christian Yelich, you know, easily deserves the contract that he, you know, got extended to. And the guy's a phenomenal ball player. You know, probably the best in the game right now. He's a former MVP back in 2018, you know. You know, he was a solid player when he was with the Marlins. And, you know, then Jeter traded him away to Milwaukee. And this guy was amazing. You know, he was in the shadow mostly of Giancarlo Stanton when they were out there in Miami. They went out there in Milwaukee. And the Brewers were one game away from going to the World Series. 
you know, after those few years in Miami, not making the playoffs, not really getting a chance, not even being able to, like, to really sniff the playoffs, you know, getting traded to Milwaukee and being one game away from the World Series, you know, winning the division, and they were so close, they were one game away from the World Series. You know, in my opinion, I don't think they would have beaten the Red Sox, but they were a game away. I personally wanted them to go to the World Series. I didn't want Boston versus L.A. I wanted to see Milwaukee get in there. But, you know, it happens. But Yelich, you know, this guy has really turned out to be some ball player. Like I said, Miami, I just saw him as like a solid kind of guy. But to see him in Milwaukee being like his own kind of guy, you know, being that franchise player, you know, 2018 was his year and he won the MVP. I was very surprised. I didn't see that coming at all. I think that was really a shocker to me. It wasn't really a shocker to me when Bellinger won last year, but Yelich really surprised me in 2018. He really did. And, you know, last year, Yelich, you know, I felt like he had a good season again. You know, you know, we got injured in September. The Brewers, they kept on fighting. You know, they didn't win the division this time. They were able to win the wild card. They were, I'm sorry, they were able to clinch a wild card. They didn't win the wild card game, obviously. You know, I don't, I don't believe Yelich would have came back in the postseason, even if the Brewers would have gotten far. But they kept on fighting. Well, if he was, if he was there, I think they win that game against Washington because he's just a difference maker, Yelich. When it comes down to that, I think he's just that difference maker. But, you know, Washington definitely deserved to win last year. They did after everything that they went through. But, you know, with Yelich, like I said, he deserves his contract. And, like I said, we're going to get to Moncada. He deserves his contract as well. And we'll get to him. You know, this is where Yelich is going to be the rest of his career. You know, that division is a tough division. Because, you know, the only team that seems like you won't see really competing in the NL Central is going to be the Pittsburgh Pirates. Because they set themselves, like, a lot of years back after trading Glasnow and um, Meadows to the Rays for Chris Archer. Where they really thought Chris Archer would be that guy that could lead them to get to the playoffs. Which was, like, insane how they even thought that. So, it was, it was like, it's going to be something. Because, like I said, you're going to have four teams in that division that are really going to be competing. Like, you know, you got the Cardinals, you got the Brewers, you got um, the Cubs and the Reds. You know, the Reds are going to make some big moves this year, which I could see. I don't necessarily know if they'll make the playoffs, or I necessarily don't think they'll make the playoffs, but they're going to compete. You know, you have, that's going to be a competitive division. Like I said, the only one that won't be competing as much as the Pirates because they set themselves like a lot of years back after doing that trade. It wasn't a smart trade. At the time, it seemed like it was for them to get, you know, a good pitcher. And I'm not trying to discredit Chris Archer at all, but he's not that kind of guy that'll lead you to the playoffs. He's not like that kind of acquisition. He's really not. He's always been a decent, you know, pitcher out there in Tampa. He's never had that much support out there. But now Tampa's a really good team. So he was almost kind of like that sacrifice because look at Glasnow Meadows. You know, Meadows has been shining out there. We don't know Glasnow's true potential yet because he was hurt last year. But, you know, Meadows really, you know, had a surge in 2019. He was an all-star. So 
So there you go. And let's just take a look at Christian Yelich's, you know, his stats. You know, we know he's going to be... We know he's a 28-year-old, you know. He's a two-time All-Star. All-NBA first team last year. NL MVP in 2018. Gold Glove Award in 2014. Three-time Silver Slugger Award. Two-time NL Hank Aaron Award. Two-time NL Batting Champion Award. And two times he hit for the cycle. Only two of these awards was when he was with the Marlins. And that was the Gold Glove in 2014 and the Silver Slugger in 2016. Other than that, everything else has been Milwaukee. So like I said, he really was like the shadow. He, he really was like in Giancarlo Stan's shadow, you have to say. He really was. But now, we, you're going to see this guy in multiple All-Star games the rest of his career. You know. And he's that guy out there in Milwaukee. You know, he's their franchise player. They're taking a big risk on him, you know, even though he's coming off an injury. Is he going to be the same player going into this season coming up? You know, time will tell. Time will definitely tell, and let's see how he does. All right, so enough about Yellows. Let's get to Jan Makata. This is on March 5th. It was, uh, what was that? What was that day? Last Thursday? Okay, last Thursday. He agreed to a five-year, $70 million extension with the Chicago White Sox. And I thought this was a good deal. Definitely a good deal for Mankata. You know, he's a young kid. He's 24 years old. You know, at first I thought maybe give him like $100 million, But I thought, okay, let's take a step back. Because he hasn't had like any, he doesn't have any achievements yet. But he's going to be a huge piece in the White Sox possibly win the division this year, because I think, like, I already made my prediction that the Chicago White Sox are going to win the division, you know, even with the hiatus right now in baseball, because with the coronavirus, you know, good, going to have, like, a two-week delay, so let's hope that after two weeks that we can start baseball and everything will be fine, let's, let's just hope for that, let's just be optimistic and hope for that, but, you know, Moncada with the White Sox, getting back to him, He's a huge piece for the White Sox right here. He's a good third baseman. I, you know, I think he's a, you know, I think he's a good hitter. The White Sox, you know, they ain't playing around this year. There's two legit contenders in the AL Central, and that's the Twins and the White Sox. I see the White Sox as more contender. You could say, oh, what about the Twins? Okay, yeah, the Twins have an amazing lineup. They'll definitely probably have like the best lineup in baseball this year. Probably hit the most home runs. But they have no pitching. They really have no pitching. The White Sox went out there. They signed Dallas Keuchel. They signed Gio Gonzalez. They still have good... You know, they got young pitchers in their system. You know, their bullpen could be kind of questionable. Same with, like, the Twins. But I think the White Sox are going to win the division. I almost see, like... I almost see, like, a 2005 White Sox story coming up. Just like in 2005 when they unexpectedly won the World Series. It's like... The past few seasons, the White Sox were a struggling ball club. And in 2005, they were just an amazing club. You know, led by guys like by like uh, Scott Pasednik, who had a walk-off home run in the World Series in Game 2 against Houston. And, you know, A.J. Pruszynski, who was a beast out there in Chicago. You know, their rotation was a decent rotation. They had, you know, managed by Ozzie Guillen, who was an amazing character. You know... This team is going to be a really good team this year. 
And they have suffered for a while, the White Sox. They haven't been to the playoffs since 2008. So it's been 12 years. I think that I think that's going to come, that drought is going to come to an end this season. They're going to be a good ball club. They're going to be a fun ball club, too. That's what you like to see. You know, you almost see like they're going to be like a loose kind of ball club. They're going to have some fun. And they, 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 you could say they are the underdogs because the Twins did win the division last year. But the White Sox, I feel like they have more of an advantage. I just think they do. The only move about the White Sox is kind of like, eh, is they did sign Encarnacion, even though he'll mostly be a DH like the whole season. Is his bat still there? Because, you know, with Seattle last year, before the Yankees got him, he was tearing it apart. But then once the Yankees traded for him, he just, he had injuries and he fell off a lot. He struck out a lot. He wasn't coming through in big moments. So, it's whatever. So, you know, Moncana, like, the funny thing is I actually forgot that he was with the Red Sox. I actually forgot about that. He was part of the Chris Sale trade. I always forget that. But and the Red Sox, well, the Red Sox, they got their third baseman, Devers. And, you know, I would say Devers right now is better than Moncada, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. But Moncada has a lot to prove this year. You know, once you get paid the big money, you know, Yelich has already proven enough so far. He's won MVP. He's gotten a couple All-Star games now. Makata doesn't have any achievements yet. No All-Star games yet. No, like, big achievements. Who knows? Maybe he'll win the MVP because Yelich, you know, win the MVP, you know, when I was, uh, when it was unexpected. Because I didn't expect Yelich to win MVP. Makata could definitely be, like, the dark horse, like, a guy you don't expect to win an MVP, and he probably could go out there and do it. But I really like this White Sox team, you know. I really want to see them compete. I always I always go for teams that are underdogs, you know. If the Royals were to come back up and start winning again like they were in 2014, 2015, I would, I'd go for them. Or like the Detroit Tigers, who were like a miserable ball club now. Like, it's, it's, it's insane how they really fell off. Or like the Miami Marlins, you know, too. Like, if they somehow, you know go out there because they've won two world championships on accident so there you go but you know Moncada you know I'm intrigued to see how he does to be honest you know like I said with Yelich you know him coming off his injury let's see how he does this season I feel like he'll have a good I feel like he'll have a good year and I feel like Moncada will have a good year too because like I said these you know I think the Brewers have it a lot harder, to be honest, because the Cardinals won the division last year. You still got the Cubs. And like I said, you got to worry about the Reds, too, because they're going to come up. I think the White Sox don't have much to really worry about other than the Twins. You know, Cleveland's really falling off now. They got rid of a lot of pitching. You know, they didn't get rid of Lindor. Not yet, at least. Or Jose Ramirez. You know, they cleaned house Cleveland, which has been like crazy how they've cleaned house. You don't have to worry about the Royals or the Tigers either. So your only threat's the Twins. So that'll be a tight race. But I think the White Sox will come through. All comes down to pitching. You could say offense, offense, offense. Pitching. That's what it's going to come down to. And I feel like that White Sox rotation could shut them down. 
I truly believe they can. You know, of course, they're going to have some off games, but I think most of the time they'll be able to shut them down. Just how I see it. All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. You know, congratulations to both Yelich and Moncada. I hope everybody stays safe out there, stay healthy, wash your hands. Wash your hands. I will be doing an episode about the sports world being affected by the coronavirus either tomorrow or Saturday. Thank you guys, you know, for being patient. Because I was sick for a while. It was a viral infection I was in the hospital for. You know, I've been taking time to relax myself. I've been saying, I got to do this episode. You know, then I'll talk about, you know, the coronavirus, you know, either tomorrow or Saturday. So you guys will definitely see it soon. All right, well, talk to you guys soon.